Welcome. Can you guys hear me? It yeah. doesn't sound like it's I on. Don't have a I don't have headsets. I might, I might get the headsets. I can hear you. It sounds like it's on. I don't think my headset's it's working either. Um, I can hear you. Don't worry. So I can wel- hear everybody. Welcome back to B and E Boss Sports Radio. This is episode eighteen or nineteen. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Um, we apologize for the kind of crappy intro. We couldn't find some of the necessary equipment to do this the right way because the studio it's kind of like a war zone. So um, <laughs> shout out WQAQ for. Know sticking together right now and just you know hanging in there with all the stuff going on and we're still here to do our show. So welcome back. It's been two weeks since our last episode and there has been a lot going down in the sports world. Start of the NBA playoffs, which has been electric for the games I've watched. Really, has. You know, initial thoughts on that, boys? Anything? Um, uh, the Hawks got a W yesterday. Shout out the Hawks. I'm I'm sorry. This is Boston Sports Radio. <laughs> hey, we're talking about Celtic- the NBA playoffs. He said, "Is there anything interesting?" Why are you starting with the Hawks? The Celtics. Shout out the Celtics. Okay. Really off to Don't a hot talk. start here. Celtics. Celtics played two fantastic games. Is it not B, B and E? They played Hawks Radio. They played one and a half fantastic games. Yeah, they, the they Celtics seventeen point and O run against the Brooklyn Nets. Very talented um, team there. You know, they took the both two games at home. You know, we can discuss the Hawks, but I would prefer we discuss the Celtics. Okay, starting off with the Celtics. Starting off, yeah, with, the starting off with the Celtics. So um, you know, Rob Williams goes down about a month ago with a torn meniscus or partial something, tor- leg something knee legs, whatever. And and you know, everyone was worried getting the, the Nets in the first round, which you know, people could make the, you know a debate that it could have been an Easter Conference Finals matchup with just how talented both teams are. You know, with how the season went for both teams in the seeding. You know, we get them in the first round, come out strong at home. Excellent, exciting game. Kyrie Irving goes off in game one, and they get it, and the Celtics get it at the end. One electric, you know, game-winning shot by Tatum. I think just discussing that play at the end there, the ball movement, and not having anyone force a shot was really, you know, shows the improvement that this team has over the, you know, over the course of the season, kind of trusting each other. If it was like two seasons ago, Smart probably would have taken that three. mm -hmm. Everyone, uh, you know, even Tatum, I think, went on record in the post-game press conference saying, you know, we all thought Smart was going to take that shot, and, you know, he didn't. Speaking of Marcus Smart, defensive, defensive player, player of the year. year. First um, guard since Gary Payton. My absolute man. 
been following him very closely ever since Celtics drafted him. I'm so happy that he won the award. Very Finally deserving get of it. some recognition. You know, he, he's been in the conversation before, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he's been overlooked by those big centers that really just, you know, bring, bring really the house down. Um, but shout out Marcus Smart. We're really, really happy that he got that. It really, you know, elevates him as a player and as, you know, such a key part of this team. You know, I feel like it's every year that he's getting talked about in the trade, you know, the trade conversations at the deadline, even this year. I you know, really there thought was, they were going to trade him this year. I was so upset. Every, was every year it's Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's getting traded for this. Marcus Smart's getting traded for this. You mm-hmm. know, Mavericks are interested. Magic are interested every single yeah, year. It looked like he was going to be a Timberwolf this year. It's every year he's, you know, still here and, you know, good for the Celtics and... He's really, he's really become that, that, that perfect point guard for this team, um, you know, distributing the ball to Tatum and Brown, getting, you know, Williams involved in the pick and roll, uh, getting Horford involved, and just Grant Williams. The rest of the team, I think, is all elevated just because of how Marcus, you know, has become that. He's still taking his shots, but he's mm-hmm. still, you know, working the point guard position. And, you know, it really, the, the defensive player that you're built on is legacy. Yeah. Like, in a, in yeah. a huge, huge way. So, shout out Marcus Smart. Um, something to, we have to note is that Rob Williams and Al Horford both got first place votes. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but they did get you know first place votes for Defensive Player of the Year, which is quite amazing. A little interesting. Um, I would not have voted for Al Horford. In, like, I could my top see three. Robert. Yeah, I could see Robert Williams getting any top one of those top three votes. To be honest, but I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Horford played, don't get me wrong, he played great defense this year. And he still is. He still is playing great defense. But um, he's not, you can't make an argument that he's better than somebody like Gobert yeah. or Mikal Bridges. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't, I don't think you can really say that. I just, you know, over the last two games, he looks like prime Al Horford. And I'm not trying to put a jinx on it, but. He hit like four threes in a row the other night. He looks ridiculous. He looks amazing, and it's one of those. Him and Tice could not have been the perfect so-and-so replacements for Rob. Just for sure, you know, with him going down and you know Bruce Brown going on record saying like we're going to attack the paint. Like they got no centers. And then like the first game, he had him on Horford one-on-one in the paint and decided to dish it out. He like didn't even. You know, he couldn't yeah. talk the talk. He just didn't even walk the walk. Right in the first, <laughs> maybe in the first six seconds. Yep. So that's quite the amazing. Just shout out Al Horford just for how he's been playing, holding down the uh, the center position and um, big Bruins fight. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Bruins. Bruins, Bruins are up right against now. the Rangers right now. Oh boy. Is, of course, I bet so. McAvoy with a nice hit, and they just didn't like it and started. Who do you hit him. though? Uh, Adam Fox, I think. Oh, okay. That'll do it. Um, I, I know Lindholm, Pasternak, and Omar are all back for today's game. Yep. So they're probably going to get injured again. Celtics up 2 nothing. Really set us. But, uh, Bruins up 2 nothing. I mean, you mean? Bruins, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, Celtics, Celtics are up 2 nothing. <laughs> Celtics, they are, they are that's up true. Two Celtics nothing. are up 2 nothing. actually. So there you go. Sorry. But, um, yeah, you were, you were saying about uh, Horford and Tice being a great um, replacement for yeah. the loss of Robert Williams. I agree with that. Although I'd like to see Tice be a little bit more, um, what's the word, disciplined. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's taking a lot of fouls. I think he had five last game, and he just had a history of, uh, like, yeah, I think he had, like, three at, like, the end of the first quarter or something like that. Like, you got to be able to stay a little bit more disciplined. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he can play de- good defense at times, but lately I feel like he's just been getting, um, you know, just been getting kind of blown by and just taking bad fouls. Mm-hmm. So 
That's just something I'd like to see him improve on because, I mean, he does well when he's on the court. And, I mean, he, he's even, like, expanding his game now. Like, he's taking threes even when people are closing out on him. Mm-hmm. And you can see that his confidence with shooting the ball just in general is, you know, going through the roof. So I would like to see him stay on the floor a little bit more. Okay, there's a argument to be made that Grant Williams should be starting over Tice. But Grant Williams has also played a very good series so far as well. He was perfect. 100%, yeah. 100% from everything. Game um, two. Nuts. Yeah, he, like, led that... Um, it was, like, I think in the second quarter, he, like, led, like, basically the comeback. They were only down by, like, two or four. Or four, something like that. They were down uh, a lot less than they were before as the game was progressing, and it was because of Grant Williams. Uh, he had a nice block on, um, I want to say he blocked Bruce Brown, but I'm not exactly sure. The Celtics have been really good in terms of this series of incorporating their role players into the the, the late-game stretches. Uh, Grant Williams, Peyton Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Um, P- Pritchard's been, you know, electric lately. Yeah, right. He has been perfect. Um, Derek yeah. White. Derek, Derek White. He's done well, too. Um, so it's you know it's not just Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum that are contributing. It's it's those guys that don't get as big of a recognition, and that's something that every team's going to need as you go through um, the NBA playoffs. Is you're going to need your bench players to to start contributing. And, and Peyton Pritchett did fantastic at the end of game two. Like that, you know, he had uh, getting wide open, closed it out. Yeah, either ten points in the first yeah, no, fourth he quarter. It out. Um, Seth, how much have you been watching of this series? The only amount of really any. I mean, to be honest, any playoff basketball this season is whatever you put on the TV. Okay. So, really, I've just really watched game one of, right. like, the first games. Um, you know, when the Celtics weren't looking as hot as, like, the box score will tell you now. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously they've been able to pull it off with the wins, two wins. So, you know, second-half team, it seems. And from what I've seen, you know, I, I really can't say much on it just because of how little I've watched the playoffs just because, you know, Knicks fan, no Knicks, mm. you know, yeah. crying about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, saw so what is it? I saw Julius Randle was at a game and everybody was oh, that's good talking about it like, oh, good for him. He doesn't care. Yeah. You know, but, but, um, so if you're Brooklyn, what do you need to do to, you know, stop the Celtics essentially? What do you think they need to work on? I think their big thing is just holding like they can't get their offense going and it's mostly i mean celtics have one of the best defenses right. and they're getting yeah. rob williams back game three i know that's which insane. in limited minutes i'm, I'm like okay to see with play. i want to see him play like 15 minutes and i'd be fine with it um personally what i with what i've seen so far i think that they're i'm not saying best their most consistent player this entire series has been goran dragic no he's he, he it's a good point and i think that he needs to be, I don't know if he is, but he needs to be the sixth man off the bench tonight for them if they want a shot. One thing I He's think, been shooting the lights off. One thing I uh, think this, the, the Nets need to do, and it's, you know, as a Celtics fan, it pains me to say this. Um, it's to get Kyrie more involved late in the game. I think at the end of game two, they, you know, they had a chance to, to do well, and they kept putting the ball in KD's hands, and he kept dropping... I believe no KD had four almost, turnovers. Right, right, he went like four for 20 on 420, and that's just not what you're supposed to do on April 20th. Nice. Um, it's it's just like Kyrie's your point guard. He has a history of having clutch shots. Um, mm-hmm. You know, So I think you have to give – he's your best ball handler. I think you got to give your best ball handler more 
opportunities to score the ball later in the game and not put all the pressure on Kevin Durant, who the end of game two did not look like his normal self. Kyrie, the entire game, he went, their last game, he went four for 13. So he didn't even get, and he only shot one three pointer, right? And he, I mean, finished with 10 points. So, Mm -hmm. you know, KD really shot the ball not a lot more. He had four more shots in that entire game, but one more three pointer. But six turnovers compared to Kyrie's, too. So, not really what you're looking for when it comes to crunch time. I think what you just, whoever the Nets have that's going, they need to just keep feeding it because, you know, you have Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving, but if they don't have it, like, you've got to do something else. And, like, I'm not encouraging the Nets to do th- something that would make them play better, but oh, yeah. when you have two superstars like that and the focus is on them, like, Jason Tatum's been locking up KD, right? Like, you got to find another way to do it. And I think the Celtics have enough depth to kind of mm-hmm. eliminate, like, like, like Bruce Brown, he's talented. Like, Drogic, he's talented. But, like, I think we have guys that can kind of eliminate that secondary factor, and I think that's why we've been so good. And, I mean, look at their depth at center. Like, besides Drummond and Claxton, like, I don't know who By else the way, They had Blake Griffin and Marcus Aldridge, who just they don't, I don't play. I have not they seen them. Not yeah. play. I don't yeah. even know that. Like, you didn't realize they're on the team, and that, you know what I mean? You know, I would even... In a in a clutch situation, I would even throw Blake Griffin on the court solely for the fact that I mean, if you have Drummond or Claxton out there, both of them are like fifty percent free throw shooters. Has he been that bad this season? Claxton, I, no. Air, Blake Griffin. Oh, I don't know exactly. Really, he's easily one of the most experienced players you have on that team, and it's yeah. But you know, when the Celtics were were were, were pushing to come back. Claxton shot a free throw, missed it, and then the second one he airballed by a lot. His lat and like you know, at that point, if you know the team is threatening to come back, you probably want to make sure that you can get every point that you can. Yeah, yeah. Griffin's last game was April second against Atlanta, and he played six minutes. That's weird. And then the game before that was Miami, where he got twelve. Is he just not twenty? It just says. I mean, at least on ESPN, it says coach's decision. Yeah. So. That's a very unique situation. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they want to really shorten up the uh, the rotation for the playoffs, I guess. But I'm in something, Steve Nash, I guess. He's yeah. average, He's not even averaging 20 minutes a game this season. You know, I'm curious if they're gonna they're gonna switch it up. I mean, going into yeah, game three at home, you're gonna so. you have to do something. Um, something I do want to note is that like the same eight players. You know, I'm very curious if they're gonna do much better in Brooklyn because the crowd at TD Garden is so, like, absurdly loud. Right. And, like, I feel like the momentum doesn't get talked about enough. But, like, after Tatum or Brown hits a clutch shot and they call timeout and the whole place is erupting yeah. for, like, the next five, ten minutes, like, the only way to shut us up is if Kyrie hits a three and that's, the, like, that... Even still, they're yeah. not going to And in game up. two, that didn't happen much time. So. Exactly, yeah. I'm curious to see if they're going to thrive in their own environment if... um you know, Kyrie talks about how he gives this, the energy back to the Boston fans. I mean, obviously there's beef there, yeah. you know, very evident beef. I but like he puts up ten points after running his mouth all game one. Like, come on, like he's he not he don't have to deal with that right, right. now. So I, I wonder think, if that's going to affect his game. I think if the Celtics win convincingly tonight on Brooklyn's home floor, I think that they're going to run away with game four. I don't. I'm not. I'm not just saying that. I just. I'm taking this one game at a time because the Celtics have hurt me so much in yeah. the past yeah. that, you know, 
weren't they up 2-0 against the the Cavs a few years ago when Tatum was a rookie in the Eastern Conference Finals? And they, they are they're forty and a, forty and one mm-hmm. in in seven game series when they're up 2-0 at the right. beginning, and that one is twenty eighteen with, with yeah, that's LeBron, LeBron when he James. came in and beat us when we had the health. Arguably, Celtics. arguably his best season ever. I just so, you yeah. know Celtics. It's not about if they will hurt me; it's about when the Celtics will hurt me. And I mean, I couldn't agree more. It, no, it's the Celtics will find a way to blow it. I just, I think you need to take the series one game at a time, um, because you no, know, when you're playing like a very le- like on paper a very lethal duo in KD and, and Kyrie, mm-hmm. you know, it can switch like that. So I feel like the Celtics just need to play a very clean game, not like Game One where you had a or Game Two, excuse me, where you came out very sluggish. Um, I think you need to get off to a hot start. Um, and just focus on this game. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about, you know, today on this episode, we're recording it at 5 o'clock, you know, the game's in two and a half hours. Right. Kyrie and KD haven't gotten hot at the same time. We've been able that, to contain yeah, one of them. They haven't and been able to like Ethan said, we're in, like a, we're in this, like, I feel like we're in this Cinderella state right now of, like, the Celtics are on. But, like, it's very, very likely that tonight we could get blown out. Like, you like... Like Ethan said, every game, you know, it's a, it's a new game. I think it's right. a new series. Um, talking to my friend Sammy, who was on the show a couple episodes ago, just about how they they can't get that mindset like this. We have it. Like if the Celtics think once, like we have this series, then what? Like it's over. Like I, you gotta keep that that underdog mentality and that you know, it's a new game, new series every night, and that's the best way that they're gonna get it done. So going into tonight, it's anybody's game. Uh, Rob Williams will be back, which is shocking to me. Spectacular! Like, I thought makes, it was, like, as we a were, fan, that makes me so warm inside. You know, I mean, he's been there. He's been on the bench. Yeah, you know, unlike yeah, Kyrie was a couple of years ago. Like, he's there. He's supporting the team, mm-hmm. and uh, even in a limited role, he makes a difference. He's he does. Fu- make a he's difference. by far better than Claxton, right? Look at and it, look the at, same build. Yeah, exactly. And. You know, I, I like that matchup if it goes in like that. I also like that matchup because Claxton is a little one-dimensional, you know. Yeah. And Robert Williams, he's he's honestly, people don't talk about um, him in the conversation for, like, best pick-and-roller. You know, he's certainly up there. He's amazing after setting screens. And he's, they move him everywhere on the court. Like, you'll see him up at the top of the key. Yeah, he you'll does, a, him down low, he does a great job of getting open. Down low, it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and um, I mean, um, he's obviously up there for you know he, he's one of your biggest lob threats in the entire NBA, not even just in the playoffs, you know. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to see. You know, he's probably going to play what like 15 minutes tonight. That's yeah, I'm think. thinking it's 15, definitely going to be a limited role. Yeah, I mean, um, he said that he's been feeling good. Yep, which is good. You know, maybe they'll leave him in extra minutes if he if he you know he's like, coach, I'm good. And like I need to stay in, you know, it's a close game. So we'll, I guess we'll see. I would just, like, I don't want to rush him in. Yeah, I agree. You yeah, know, it, I honestly, it's, I wouldn't even be upset like if they didn't end up playing him tonight because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I'm playing fine. I would like, you know, if 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 they don't play him at all, I wouldn't be mad. And if they don't play him in Game Four, to be honest, I wouldn't be mad either. I don't want him to rush himself back. And you know, what if he? What if he tears it, you know? Right. Don't fix right? what isn't broke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's, like like Seth just said, I mean, Rob Williams is a very, very good player, but, like, why like why fix it if it's not broke? Like, we've been doing fine with what we have. Granted, he is a big factor in how they got there, but... Yeah, yeah you know. I mean, Brooklyn's going to have to adjust at some point, 
And if you put Rob, even if like the, he, like he might not even play tonight, they, they say he's available. They might not play. Yeah, exactly. They could be psyche. He, like they're they trying might, to throw Brooklyn mm-hmm. off. Like yeah, exactly. Uh, may might only throw him in if they really need him. Jump you know? ball, get him out. If, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. It, you know, if they're in a situation where they're controlling the game all like all the time, and if, if like best case scenario, they lead the whole game and like don't get, look back, mm-hmm. he won't touch the floor probably. Well, I think if they're leading by that much, I maybe give him like a couple minutes just to get yeah. the exposure, get his, feet, get his feet wet. Right? Like if if it's a close game, definitely don't put him in. But if they're like up by a considerable amount and it's mm-hmm. a blowout, which I mean, it's the Celtics and Nets, it's probably not going to happen. But if yeah. it is, if it does come to that, then get him, get him out there, like you know, putting out your your walk-ons, yeah, just to get them exposure. And if they're mm-hmm. losing by that poorly, like, would if they're losing, if they're get, if the Celtics themselves are getting blown out, would you still put them in? I wouldn't no. risk it. No. I don't. I don't Not even want them to play unless I like. I trust the medical staff, but I don't want them. Why would you rush him? Like we, like yeah. we might need him with like a series against like Giannis or like oh, Embiid, sure. where we need as many yeah, centers and many, as many fouls to give. We need, yeah. Well, we're gonna need him in the paint against those guys, but you know, Embiid, he just. Or something in his thumb, maybe they're, they're yeah. thinking. Yeah, and I think Chris Middleton gonna, just got injured too. Yeah, so yeah, he's going to be out for the entirety of the first round. I think that series is two to one in favor of Milwaukee right now. Phillies, Phillies, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, two one. Yeah, and then Philly, they just lost today, uh, so it's three to one. Philly, yeah, Philly's run, running away with it right now. But imagine, imagine they did Toronto, lose Scotty Barnes, so that's a big factor. They did. That's right. I think it was like a. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was kind of an intentional foul that led to Scotty Barnes getting hurt. That's why Toronto's pissed at Embiid, if I'm remembering correctly, because Scotty Barnes got injured, and I think Embiid was like had to do something. Like it wasn't like it was kind of on purpose. Well, that's I think. why Embiid's Embiid, hurt now. Yeah, he's so got his he's he got a style to it. The karma. I'm um, speaking of other injuries. I know Devin Booker's out for like he's going to be out for the first round. Yeah, the entirety uh, of the first round, maybe two to the three second. weeks. Yeah, um, and that series hey, is close. But the Pelicans are good. They're that a good team. Suns team. They're good. They're so they don't, good. They, Chris Paul has really been taking They don't like, need... The scary thing about that team is they don't even need him probably to get to like the Western Conference Finals, which is scary to think about. I mean, it, it certainly helped. Oh, of course, yeah. But I'm just saying, they probably don't even like need him to get there. Have they paid Aiton yet? Because I know I that was so. a debate at some point during the season where Aiton was pissed because he wasn't getting money. And I remember seeing like the Suns are hesitant to pay him like big center money especially like with his injury history and like you know they haven't won anything yeah my, my biggest thing of not paying deandre Ayton is that is that you run out of money to pay you know booker booker yeah. and yeah. Then, you know and, and the, role, maybe, the role players that get you well not even the role players but like bridges bridges is gonna want big money soon yeah, he's been he'll doing, deserve it he's been doing very well absolute and then, defensive anchor you know depending on how much chris paul's got left in the tank he's definitely not gonna take a considerable pay cut just to keep playing until he's 50 but yep you know you got to pay him if they want to keep him around was if i remember wasn't wasn't he on, in need of a contract after last season and they weren't after after the championship or am I, do I have something I'm messed not up? Sure. No. But I, I, I feel like I've talked about the Chris Park Paul contract before. Chris um, Paul has 38 total assists so far in the first three games of that series. Uh, th- they played three games, right? It's two to one. Phoenix. Yeah, two one. 38 nice. assists in that in the first three games of that series, and he has two two total turnovers. 38 assists, two turnovers. That's ridiculous. He is literally the definition of a point guard. Yeah. You no, don't see a player like him for a while. 
Yeah, if, what, what he's done for so many different teams is amazing. Yeah, like, like he's, he's been on the. He's literally the old school definition of a point guard. He's been on the four separate teams who have set wins records, records franchise win records, win when records, he yeah. within that franchise. He was on the the Hornets, the Rockets, the Suns, and the Clippers. He was you know the starting point guard for those teams that set those. That Clippers team could win. So Lob good. City. Speaking of Blake Griffin, yeah, um, that, yeah. you know he's just a guaranteed Hall of Famer. At the, oh, for obviously. sure. Lob City was my two uh, K oh, yeah. lock. Whenever I played against my brother Josh, he's a Hall of Famer. Shout out Josh. Yeah, shout out Josh. Shout out Josh. Shout out Josh. Shout out Big Milk. Hopefully he's listening. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, shout out Um, grocery stores. Shout out everything. Shout out everything. So Ben Simmons, topic of guys that should be working for grocery stores. (laughs) He'll be playing Uh, game four, I believe. Now here's a question for you guys. This, I'm I'm ready to debate this. Okay. Does Ben Simmons make the net? No, better or worse? No, he makes him worse. I ben think he hurt. I think he considerably hurts his team because he thinks he's gonna gel so well with them. And he's like, well, he said something like, "My, I, he literally said, my IQ is so good that I know all these players so well that I could play with anybody." And really? if that was the case, then I'm <laughs> sure Philly would have a championship first. or two by now, right? You know, I, and then he's like, like in the practice the other day, he was. Looking at reporters and goes, watch this, and he dunked the ball. Like, congratulations! Un- <laughs> an uncontested dunk as a guy who's what six ten, six eleven. Like, yeah, that's impressive. I mean, granted, you know, dunking is impressive as a guy who's standing at on a good day five six. You know, but like, yeah, whoop de doo six ten. You can dunk. I'd be concerned if you couldn't dunk. You know, how about he couldn't dunk in that game where he passed it up right when he's under the hoop. Oh right? my he couldn't God. play basketball in that game, regardless. <laughs> let alone oh, yeah, dunking. No, he but can't play basketball regardless. He's gonna say his basketball IQ is so well, but then again, the pass can't. He doesn't dunk. No. Doesn't shoot the ball. Oh, he, you know, he, he flakes I, out when they need him to be. Right. He yeah. he. His clutch factor just hasn't it's been proper. as it's, it's not it's there. Significantly declined, which is why he's not there in Philly anymore and that's why he's with the Nets and I think you know the way that ended with Philly really damages I mean I'm sure he is a good player I mean obviously he has, he has moments he's he, a good he has player moments. he's a good player but I think that you know idea of a he, good basketball IQ you know kind of you know went down the toilet the perfect when you team around him for him and a team to flourish and I don't think the Nets have that no they have a great team but not the it's just not his team. team I don't think you know and that's what he wants is to be able to control his team because he needs he cannot play off the ball you can't make you know 20 backdoor cuts a game that's just not going to work he needs the ball in his hand and KD and Kyrie will not be willing to play off ball as well what I find kind of ironic is that he's he boasts about this basketball IQ of his but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly back in college he was almost like almost ineligible to play because yeah, like of a, academics well that's not his basketball IQ it's I know just but his still, regular it's IQ his still IQ just, was like a, or his IQ is like GPA was like a 1-4 yeah, at LSU I, I like granted, regular IQ and basketball IQ is different. I just right. find it ironic right. that right. when it ironic comes to that someone's talking about their smarts, whereas you know they, they almost weren't smart enough to play basketball. Exactly. I think I've heard things where he's like, "That's fans think he's going to be like the Draymond," and I'm like, "Nope, mm. no, you can't." Yeah, like that's a very, very unique role. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to defend well. I'm sure, but like, oh, and then again, like the Draymond can at he hasn't played basketball in like a long time. Yeah. Like I don't like I, I really I think we all agree that he, he's going to make him worse. Right, and I think Green. it's almost like a, he has a the word for it, like a glue guy. No, it's like a last resort option because if they go in a game four down three zero and they throw Ben Simmons in because they're like, oh, we have Ben Simmons, we have to use him because we're down three zero. Yeah. That could make it worse. Like 
He hasn't yeah. played basketball in like years, right? It's been like it's been a long time. Yeah, he hasn't played, a game. Last he hasn't played game a game since he played June 2020, last 2021. I think June of 21. I think. His last game. Oh, so the bubble? <laughs> His last no. game was the June 20th yeah, yeah. of last season. <clears throat> wow. And he got five points. Yep. That's a number one pick right there. Yeah, there was a number one overall. 13 assists, though, and eight boards. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's pretty yeah, But he just doesn't good. have the dog factor that somebody like Draymond Green has. You know, he plays with so much intensity. And he actually has a ridiculous IQ when it comes to basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, Speaking of the Warriors, I've actually, though. like if you like if you um, like listen to his podcast or like clips that he does, he literally he's, very smart, he's like yeah. he is like out here breaking down the playoffs like every day. Even like when like he's playing, like he'll even break down like his team, and he'll he'll talk about like the other games that are going on. And it's actually like super interesting to listen to because he's so smart. And obviously, I mean, yeah, he's an NBA player, but like he's he's like miles ahead. I feel like a bunch of other players when it comes to knowledge, and like he is. You get a lot from listening to him. Mm-hmm. Warriors are up 3-0. Yeah. Jordan Poole, we, ta- we tweeted about him a long time ago when he was cooking the Celtics. He's in, like, they he's got ridiculous. a, it's a know, KD's he, role again. Like, he's, brother it's nuts. Like, I, I, it's almost, I know, I'm he's shocked. named after a body of water, too. Like, <laughs> and he's like... Ryan? What? What? Brian? Poole. I, I know it's a pool. Jordan Poole. I was thinking, of, I'm an idiot. Yeah, Brian Poole. <laughs> Brian Kelly. Just, um... <laughs> Pat's on the mind. Brendan Kelly. Anyways, the war, like the Warriors game. could give the Suns a run for their money, especially yeah, if no, they that would match be a, up without D-Buck. That would like, be a great series, I think. I would love to watch Wiggins that. has really come to his own. That's nice to see. I, I, I was really, I was fairly big on Wiggins coming when he was drafted, and then I thought he, him in t- Minnesota could have been so well. But, you know. Minnesota's been good this year, too. They're giving Memphis a run for it. And they're, yeah. they're exci- I mean, yeah. I know they blew that big lead the other night, but they're fun to watch. And Memphis is such a good... That's such a great series. I feel like they're just, like, on an island with, like, the rest of the NBA playoffs. They have, like, their own, like... Little thing going on. Yeah, because those those two teams are both, like, so... I they feel like they're the both night. old school, you know? Like, yeah. they're so... They play with so much intensity, like... The, everybody on the Grizzlies, they're like, oh, yeah, like, no one can touch us. Like, we're, yeah. like, you know, keep that same energy, all that stuff. And the Timberwolves, like, they just throw it right back at them. I, mean, I love I'm looking that at series. This box score. Steph Curry didn't start the last game. Yeah, he's hurt. He's on he's, a minutes restriction. Oh, okay. I did not know. They're, Again, they're getting, they've yeah. been following. Yeah, he, but he was on a minutes restriction. 22 minutes, 16 points, though. So, yeah, I mean, no, he's, of course, he'll, he'll get his every if, day. If Curry's putting up more than... I mean, if he's putting up 16 while in restricted minutes, this Warriors team is a problem. Yeah. There's a case to be made, and I know we're not a Warriors talk show, that Jordan Poole is better than Klay Thompson right now. And he's, he's more dynamic, for sure. And, Klay like, going into this offseason, if I were the Warriors, like, there's a, they have a lot. I know that Wiseman's not even playing. And he was the I second know. overall pick, like, Wiseman, two years ago, right? One year ago. That team will be even scarier next year. I wouldn't be shocked if it was them and Phoenix, like, toe-to-toe with, like, 65 wins apiece next year. Like, those teams, especially the Warriors, are going to be impossible to stop. When Wiseman comes back, I'm very high on him. I think he's going to be a defensive anchor. He's going to block a ton of shots, and he's going to be he's going to be an even better Robert Williams, probably. Mm-hmm. And and then they have those two, they have the two draft picks from this last draft. They have the 7th overall pick and the 14th overall pick, and they took Jonathan Kuminga. And, I don't and know he's other, not bad either. He's, he's nice, and I don't know if the other guy is. I'm blanking on it. Um... Was it the Toscana Juan Juan Anderson? No, Juan Anderson. it was so something he's been on the team for a memorable. Bit, actually, um, Looney. 
No. Nah, he's been on the team for a while. It was Moses Moody, yeah, Moody. Um, or Mo- like how well, what's his name? Perkins couldn't say it Moody. when they drafted him. Moses Moody, Moody, Moody. Whatever. Oh, yeah. he's going crazy. Um, Warriors are gonna be good for a long time. And yeah, the funny thing is, they took like one year off of not being dominant. They, I know they were trash. They were trash for like, one year. They got so, the number two pick, and they're like, yeah, guess what? We're back. Yeah. Um, it, it's ridiculous. The way that that team is being run and the development there is great because, I mean, they just keep pumping out great players, you know. And they flipped they flipped D'Lo, which... I know. that was. I remember when they signed D'Lo, I was like, that was interesting. And then they flipped in Minnesota and got Wiggins, Wiggins in a first-round pick, I'm pretty sure, which is amazing. And then that's what got them one of these two-pass guys. Yeah, that's... It's like, you know, not to, like, talk about them too much, but, like, they're, like, such an exciting franchise because, you know... They are. Curry, like, takes a little bit to develop into that guy. And then they land KD, which is like they didn't even need him. And then they go on this like dominant run, and, and like these super teams, unlike you know, unlike the Pats who make make it work for twenty years, like you don't see that in sports. But like the Warriors took like one year and reloaded, and now they're just back at it. And like yeah. five five six years, they're gonna be like that. They're gonna be that guy, like that team again. So yep. But um, Curry will be like this for a while. I mean, he's only what like 33, 34. He'll probably still be. That's amazing to me. He'll I still would love be. to see a Celtics Warriors finals. I have so much fun. That. To be honest, though, I think the Warriors have a good chance against whoever they play in the yeah. playoffs. I, I mean, would not be surprised if the Warriors like won it all. They can, yeah, like, they can just on. they like, can turn up whenever. And obviously, when you have Draymond Green on the court, the defense will get ten times I mean, better. Bearing injuries because that can happen at any moment. I think it's like it's got to be Warriors, Suns, or Memphis that are coming out of the West. Like it's, I feel like it's. Unless like something drastic happens, it's it's got to be one of the three of those teams, just with the amount of talent and you know the dominance that they can have at times. Yeah. Back to Celtics though. Game three tonight, seven thirty, uh, in Brooklyn. Very exciting. Um, you know, I was. Uh, you know, I've been looking forward to the playoffs for a long time, just to see what this team can do. And I think the mindset is super good right now. They seem to be really focused. They're not seem to get. They're not getting cocky over these wins, and I'm just. Really looking forward to seeing what they're doing tonight. Can't yep. get into Kyrie's head though tonight. Yeah, no, he's going to be locked in. His, the Ramadan's over. He can eat. He's, he's motivated after home. a ten point game. He's at home. It's you know, he grew up in New Jersey, so it's like a right in New Jersey. It's, like, it's yeah. like his home. It's like personal. You no. Know. Well, just the fact that he can't get heckled. Yeah, and I think we'll see about that. You know, I have, sure. I have the strong intuition that Katie and Kyrie are going to kind of have a night tonight, just to kind of shut York everyone up. New York is not that far away from. Boston, there will be know. there will be Celtics fans. There, there will be more Celtics fans there than you think. I'm excited for that though. It should be really great. Um, yeah. Any thought? Any final thoughts on the Celtics, boys? Let's let's right now because we didn't do an episode last week. Rec- uh, rest of the series, what's predictions? Like Celtics in five. Celtics I think in five. they're going to win. In, they're going to win in five. Mike, probably five. Yeah, I, either five or six. You think what game do they drop tonight or tomorrow night? If tonight. it were to be a game to drop tonight. I, I think, think they're going to win three and drop game four. Yeah, and that's going to play game. That's what I would think. Like you know, I think it would be. I think it would be something interesting. You know, obviously we're talking about Ben Simmons. Obviously the Celtics haven't seen that team with Ben Simmons, so that might be an issue for them mm-hmm. to adjust. Other than that, if you know they drop the first game with him in, but Ben Simmons in, Bo- in a Boston arena, he'll fold. Yeah, I almost kind of want a game five just so that we have like we can kind of kill them in our own stadium. Oh yeah, no, I don't care when we do it as long as we get it done. You know, moving on is always better in your home home court or stadium field. I'm not mad at a sweep though. If we can sweep Brooklyn, then goodbye. Go go home. We'll gladly travel back to Boston and wait for whoever's next. What is it like? Like 
And when I played MLB 2K13 and I was in the World Series, I'd purposely lose <laughs> oh on god. the road just so I could win at home. Oh my god. That's that's heart right there. That's, that's yeah. interesting, but okay. That's just yeah. weird. What it if is, you ended up is losing weird. every game, though? He doesn't lose unless he wants to. It was 2K13. I was like 10. It was like on the easiest difficulty of all time. Are we sponsored by them? 2K? Sponsored by 2K. Uh, yeah, yeah, sponsored sponsored by Ronnie 2K. <laughs> sponsored by, uh, yeah, 2K. Um, yeah, so I, I'm with you there. I, th- I, I want it to be five. I know that sounds bad. I don't want the sweep just because I, I don't to be want them to get it done. I don't want them to, not that I think they'd get like all cocky with a sweep by the Nets, but I think the Nets are just too good of a team. To get, get swept. I honestly just yeah. think it's more gangster, to be honest, to sweep a team like Brooklyn in their home arena and be, be like, yeah, you know, with where, where's it, everybody? I, where's I, I everybody? Think five is be the it's true. Where's you everybody know? saying that Brooklyn was going to kill the Celtics? You know, and then they're just out. What's up? We just swept you on your home court. What do you have to say about that? Yeah. Also, don't it is more pit than gangster. I don't necessarily love a super long break for the team either. Like, I kind of yeah. want them to just a couple days off, get the boys healthy, get but right hey, back the, into but it. But hey, right. the thing is, you know. um uh, most of the other series are a game ahead already. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I mean, I just if, imagine if yeah. imagine if Philly won. Uh, actually, we're not playing them in that series. That's a four and five matchup, isn't it? So, but imagine if you know Milwaukee was up three nothing right now, and you know they play tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. imagine if they swept, and then they would be out for a while too. So it's like you know we I think like we have an advantage to be honest because we have like the prime time slots for all these games. All right, so before we move on from, to the NFL, I'm going to have, I'm just going to name series, and I want you guys to say what team you think is coming out of it. Okay. And you can look at the record right now, but, uh, you know, okay. obviously Nets, we, Nets, Brooklyn, and, you know, us. Celtics. Celtics. Bucks and, Bucks and Bulls. Bucks. Bucks and six. Oof, I'm going Bulls. Okay. I'm going Bucks. No, I, I think the, I think Giannis is just too dominant right now. It's going he's Bulls? like in the prime. But Bull, it's very possible DeRozan turns it on. Uh, Sixers, Sixers, well. and uh, Raptors. I feel like Sixers and five. Where's that at right now? They're at three, 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 three zero. Sixers up three zero. Yeah, it's got a three one. It's and Scotty Barnes is hurt. So yeah. Raptors took a double. But Harden, Harden might eat up by himself. Sixers are still going to win. Sixers and five. Yeah. And then for the last team in the East, we got Heat and Hawks. I would love to see the Hawks move on, but I think the Heat are going to win. I want the Hawks to win though. Heat and seven. I th- I can feel like I think they could go to seven. I think yeah. I think it'd be a seven game series. Just What's that right? It's two one Miami Elite. Yeah, I think yeah. Trey that's going to seven. I think. I think the Hawks. Is there a timetable on Clint Capella? Is he going to be back anytime soon? I'm not sure, but that definitely does play a big difference in the mm-hmm. paint. Um, yeah. I really don't know the Hawks. This who else is the Hawks center? Like it's John Collins. Yeah, he's a, and he's, he's more like a power, power forward. forward. Yeah, but I mean they're going to have to use him as a. Um, down low guy. Yeah, he can space the floor though too, so that'll get Adebayo out of the paint. I would, I would almost Adebayo's rather day to day though. So What's he up? might Adebayo's day to day. So there's a possibility he. Oh my god! The Cubs beat the Pirates twenty-one to nothing. <laughs> I kind of want the Heat to, to win just so that the Sixers get a tougher matchup because yeah, I want whatever team. Like, I think the Heat are frauds though. To be honest, I think they're pretenders. Yeah, I, I it's they, they, they they're good, they're deep, but yeah. they don't have. A, like a star, Jimmy Butler is not he's that not guy. He, you obviously aren't a Jack Harlow fan. Tyler, Tyler Hero comes Hero, off man. the bench, though, you know, like, and he's either got it or he doesn't. He can't be consistent. He's yeah. been playing very well in the playoffs so far, but like, I feel like put him against the Celtics defense. I think he doesn't, you know, drop twenty a game. I don't he think. have Victor Oladipo. Yeah, I know. I think is he, is he hurt has, though. I don't know if he's played. He's, he hurt anything. 
I don't think he's played at all. Yeah, that, he's. Yeah, they do have that. Now. His last game was April tenth. He put up. He put up. He put up a forty piece. Want we'll to take a little break and then move on to some. Well, what about yeah, the, we'll do the, the Western the, Conference? Western Conference. Oh, yeah, okay. Then I think I'm just gonna put the the random thing back on if I can, or we might just no, we won't go dead air. Um. Yeah, I might just put the sequencer back on because we can't play songs. Let's see what the West looks like then. For the West, we've got Suns, Pelicans with Devin Booker and Jordan. Suns and five. Suns almost five. It's almost a lock. Um, Mavericks and Jazz. What's that one at right now? Um, Two to one Mavericks. Mavericks. Luka's hurt, right? No, uh, he's back to Dallas. Oh, he's back. He's Dallas up two one. Dallas up two one. At this point, Mavericks and six. Seven points. I'm going. I give it to Dallas. Mavericks and six. Six, yeah. Six. Okay. I, on my personal bracket, I have the Jazz, but they've had turmoil, so I think it's anybody's <laughs> game. Yeah. Um, you see uh, Rudy Gobert stomping like the Frenchman he is. It's yeah, he's so funny. It, I can see him getting moved this off season. I think with Danny Ainge at the helm, Trader Danny, especially yeah, he's Trader not Danny to any of these guys because he didn't draft them. I can see him blowing up Donovan Mitchell to the Celtics. That'd be that'd be pimping. I'd love it. We don't need him. Mad pimp. No, but I, I, I'll we take Rudy. We don't need him. But if they were to blow it up, I would definitely give him a call, especially with Danny at the helm. Yeah. That'd be nice. Maybe. I mean, Danny can have maybe. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about this right now. I'm not going to say it. Um, what are the other series? And we got two more. My phone locked up. Warriors and Warriors and Nuggets. Warriors, Warriors are sweet. Warriors, Unfortunately, Warriors are sweet. Shout out Ryan Vassell. I'm sorry, buddy, but Jokic is getting swept. He's Oof. probably gonna get MVP though. Yeah, he's gonna win MVP. Um, MV knee. But Nuggets are, Nuggets have a ton of potential. It's just not their year with injuries and everything. Yeah, you know, no Jamal just, Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. But I mean, you know, if I'm the Denver Nuggets, I'm looking to get rid of Michael Porter Jr. Michael you know? Porter Jr. is just not. He's been hurt. A good pick. He's been. He was hurt the first two years, I believe, of his career before right. he stepped on a court, and he hasn't played like at all this year as well. That's three whole seasons, and he's like 24, 25. Yeah. Get rid of him. You cannot. Like he puts no value on the team if he's not on the court. Yep. So get rid of him. And finally, Somebody will take him because he has potential. You know, it was one of those picks where it's like a project, and the project just failed. You know, you just sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he's still he's a good player, and when healthy, he can play very well, and you know, be a starter on a good team. But he can't be healthy. That's the thing, and it's not like he just has lingering things. It's like, oh, you know, it's just you got to give him a little bit more time. Like he's been getting these serious. He's drafted with serious back problems and i have no idea what his injury was for this year but he's like you know he gets hurt and it's like oh he's not coming back like they need to move on from him yeah what's the last one and the final one is series that is so so exciting that i hope it goes to seven it's uh grizzlies and timberwolves so i want the timberwolves even though they choked it. No, I mean, I want uh, the Grizzlies. I want, uh, want Jaw. I, I need more Jaw Morant. I inject inject Jaw Morant's play into my veins. I need that. I would love to see that series go to seven as well. I think that would be spectacular. Um, you know, the Timberwolves stole one in Memphis. Uh, they won game one, actually, didn't they? I think. Um, I the way they celebrated the play-in is actually hilarious. Yeah, it's no, it's that's like they won the Pat NBA Bev, I love that. They should Patrick be excited. Beverly, Patrick Beverly is the Marcus Smart of the I Western love Patrick Conference. Beverly. You know, it was so funny. They're running around jumping right. on tables. Right, you would have thought they just won the championship. They're, they're ripping their jerseys off. Pat hey, Bev, good Pat for Bev, them. Pat they Bev worked Bev. hard for it. Pat Bev threw his jersey into the crowd. Um, good you for know, them. Basically, it looked like they just won the championship. Like, I've seen teams celebrate winning it. I'm sure someone, too, on the front row. I've seen teams. Cat. There's no way. There's no way. There's, I've seen teams celebrate less for a world championship than I did see them 
react to that to the city play hasn't had much in no. terms of sports. Poor so yeah. I, you know, Last I give thing. them a pass. Whatever, but I th- I want to see that go to seven. Realistically, oh, I never, think that the Twins have never won in five. A, a playoff series at this century, I don't believe. The twins, and, yeah. Minnesota so. Miracle. I don't Minnesota remember. Miracle. That's basically been Minnesota's highlight. Oh yeah, that's what I say. That has nothing to do with the Twins. But why not? I mean, no, no, no. We're just talking about like Minnesota's. Just talking about the Twins, though. Well, we were just talking about Minnesota's success in recent, especially in the playoffs. It's Minneapolis miracle, actually. It's still in Minnesota, but I. Oh no! I was like, saying. But yeah, so the state of Minnesota when it comes to professional sports, not the greatest with playoff success. So, I mean, yeah, the Wild are pretty good this year, right? I don't know. They yeah, got my wild card was off. Kaprizov hit the hundred point. He's month first, month. So first good. Minnesota Wild player to ever hit hundred points in a season. That's and it's twenty twenty two. That's got to be false. No, that's not false. Wild for such a hockey state, their professional team is. Oh, you might be right. I know. Oh, I you right. are right. I know. Wow. Shout out, Mike. Yep, I know. Shout out, Mike. They have three people <laughs> who are in their top five all time right now. 101, 82, 79. Yeah, that is a ridiculous random stat for you to know. Yeah. Well, it just happened the other day, and I got a notification from it, and I remembered it, so sorry. All right, Seth, trivia. Ryan trivia. Suter. Okay. Way to ruin my trivia uh, question. All right, You're going to talk about him? Way to ruin my trivia question. Then I'm okay. not going to get the next guy. Seth, 39th all-time in wild points history with mm. 54. He did this in 2014-15. Oh, um... Eric Stahl? No, no he, that's too. He didn't. Wasn't there at that time? No, he's forty-four. Oh, I'm, I'm saying thirty-nine. Um, twenty fourteen. Yeah, fifty-four points. Is it Nino Niederreiter? It is not. That. Oh, Parisi? No, he never played there. No, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He's more famously known for playing for the Sabers. Uh. Uh. Who's famous for playing for the Sabres? I know him. There's Jack. For the I, I mean Jack yeah, Eichel. But name that's... people that have played for the Sabres in, around that era. All right, Jack Eichel, Ryan O'Reilly. No. Um, Kyle Poso. No. Taylor Hall. Did he no. play for the Sabres? Yeah, he did. Didn't play for Wild though. Um, the next person I was going to say was Ross Dolan, but it's not him. He was drafted, he was drafted by like the three years ago. Right. Um, other than that, you want me to give you a hint? Is it Skinner? His name rhymes with Mason Mominville. Jason Pominville. Do you oh, know who okay. that is? No, I've heard the name. Okay. It's just anybody on fourth the- on that list is Charlie Coyle. Shut up, GC. <laughs> All right. We're going to commercial, and we'll be back with the NFL in a jiffy. Great plan. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Too many girls to let one of them go 
about the NFL right now and our uh, some thoughts on the NFL draft that is this week this Thursday night yeah very exciting for the first round um, you know there's a lot been going on with you know 
Debo Samuel's now available, which throws off a lot of people's mock drafts because you can trade a first-round pick and probably some crap guy and get Debo Samuel from the 49ers if you're willing to pay him. So Yeah, we can talk about, we can get Seth to talk about how we start, feel yeah, about him. The Jets are not going to trade for him. Let's start with well, that, though. Yeah, yeah. let's have let's have a uh, New York Jets fan's opinion on the whole Debo situation and then we can get into why Ethan thinks that it won't happen. I want him. I think that's plain and simple. I think that San Francisco is definitely going to try to get a first for him. I don't think the Jets are very adamant on giving up that first. If they weren't going to give up the first for Tyreek, then they're not giving it up for Debo. I think that the package that they were going to send for Tyreek is perfect for Debo. I think that really works well. Maybe even throw in a player. You know, I'm not going to be, like, granted, I'm not going to be too upset unless if it's, like, Quinn and Williams that they give up or yeah. Mikai Becton or Vera Tucker. Right? It's, exactly. It's not going to happen. So if they give up, say... Uh, Quincy Williams. I wouldn't be too upset, obviously. It's going to be like, dang, you've taken him away. The Williams brothers are splitting up, but at are the same actually time... brothers? Yeah. Oh, okay. They look the exact same. Except one's bigger than the other, and uh-huh. one has longer hair than the other. And one has but, braces. One, no, they don't. They took yeah. the braces off like two seasons ago. Okay. But... That's how I remember. Is he the guy that said that sneezed? Yeah, and he goes, bless me, thank you. He goes, bless you, thank you. And then he was talking about playing with himself on Madden, and he goes, that didn't sound right. And... And, yeah, but I think the package that they're going to send for Tyree Kill is perfect for Debo, maybe throwing another player. I think Debo would fit in very well with this Jets offense. You don't even need to use him as a running back. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to, and that's perfectly fine. Michael Carter is the running back for the Jets. I'm very committed on Michael Carter. You know, you use Debo as the Braxton Berrios type without the special teams, and you use Braxton Berrios as the Braxton Berrios type, and I think that offense is going to be not... A playoff offense, but it's going to be a competent. I do, I do agree with offense. you. You know, adding Debo to the Jets' offense would make them a top four offense in the AFC East. <laughs> <laughs> Did not expect to hear that. I was. I'm, that is some I'm working. Stuff I'm working. Right I'm, I'm focusing on being a 500 team before I worry about tops and yeah, Zach defense Wilson, and offense. Zach but I, a top, top I, in the AFC East. <laughs> That's what I said. Zach Wilson. Oh, I didn't even Zach Wilson. Top four the AFC East. There I are four teams in the I didn't AFC hear East. A, I didn't hear AFC or AFC East. Zach I just Wilson heard top, four. top five quarterback right. in that division. <laughs> right. Me and him are just don't have top options. five. <laughs> oh, neither do you. <laughs> you have. They don't work. They're not plugged. Yeah. No. I'm, no. No. Um, yeah. So Seth, you know, you the Jets are Jets are in mm-hmm. for them. I know the Lions are in are in the conversation. Yeah, but what, if you're the Lions, what do you gain out of? Trading for Debo Samuel, you don't gain anything. I mean, I would give up the thirty more people want to go to Debo Samuel. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. You're Who wants trading. to go to Detroit? <laughs> At that point, that doesn't make any sense because, like, you're not going anywhere. Maybe he'll get you one more win, and what did that's they have the last attitude. year? Well, oh, no, but would you rather said. have the thirty-second overall? No, pick? that's the attitude, so though. Of, that's yeah. the attitude of someone that would not. They're going to have the what, ju- number two or three overall pick. If you were the Lions GM. You would have no growth whatsoever. You have to take risks for you to improve your franchise. If you're just sitting there but and it hoping it won't that, improve your franchise, I'm just saying though. Would you rather have Debo Samuel or who you know what you're getting, or the 32nd pick in which it's a crapshoot and you don't know if you're going to hit on that player? Now, if you if you keep 32 and you draft an absolute bum like let's say Nikhil Harry, now everyone's calling for your head because you took Nikhil Harry over Debo Samuel. Who would take Nikhil Harry? Oh my god! Yeah, I, don't yeah, know. I set myself up for that. <laughs> 
Ah, Nikhil. He comes up every episode. It's all right. Even At least we didn't draft Mark Sanchez. blacklisted from this show. We didn't draft Mark Sanchez, though, so... Anyways, he was okay um, for the beginning. He was okay was on a great play? day. They went to the playoffs with him. Granted, the end of Mark Sanchez was pretty bad. He was okay on a great day, like I said. His so, career highlight is him ru- putting his face in another man's ass and losing the football. Whoa. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Mark Sanchez? I mean, yes, you're right. His career highlight. You're right. You're right. That is Patriots his most in Gillette Stadium that is during his the playoffs. Easily, oh, well, without a question, his most that, defining moment that's not his in football, though. in his entire football career. <laughs> I mean, he was okay yeah. before that. You know, he had good receivers. Braylon Edwards, Plaxico Burris, San Antonio Holmes. Plaxico Burris, good receiver, the man who shot himself in the foot. He was good with this conversation. He literally shot himself in the foot. Brad Smith. I mean, he didn't do that oh, much. Yes, Jericho Cotry. Jericho Cotry. I'm just really naming Every whatever. Single I'm just really naming whatever Jets receiver I could think of from that era. Oh, yeah, you but even, know. even speaking of I mean, the Jets, yeah, speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Defenders, speaking of defenders, the Jets had some good guys. That was you know, the first guy I said. Randy oh, Moss, yeah. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. Uh, Wes Welker. You know, I said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny Amendola, Chris Wes Hogan, Wes Welker. Deion Branch. You know, Wes Welker. Wait, 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 wait. Don't forget Wes Welker. Yeah, Wes Welker. <laughs> Slade Bolt. Oh, sorry. Oh, not yet. Welker, Welker comma Wes. Can't forget that. Jets, uh, Jets, right. the Jets and Patriots legend Demarius Thomas. Braxton Berrios. Braxton Patriots Barry. legend. Chris Hogan. Anyways, Debo Samuel to the Jets. Book it. This is going to happen at some point. What's the other team that said they wanted him? Jets, Lions, I think the Packers have to be in conversation Packers, for yes. it at some point. People are saying the Chiefs are, but, like, why would the Chiefs no, they just trade nah, away they, Tyree Kill? Nah, nah. Just to trade for Debo Samuel. You I know, like Debo better than Tyreek. That's though. tough, though. Their receiving core took a little bit of a hit, bro. You, you, got you, you get rid of Tyreek. I was, exp- I was excited to see... Yeah, I was excited Boobie to Schuster. see Ty... I was... Exci- I can't talk. I was excited to see Tyreek Hill... Tyreek Tyreek Hill Hill Tyreek With Boo Boo Schuster I was very excited To see those two play together Of course it didn't Come to fruition Now Juju's gonna be Your number one guy I don't think he can Be a number one guy To be honest Now now Juju's with uh, Jackson Mahomes Yeah Look look for them To make those TikToks They need another receiver I wouldn't be shocked If they went out And you know Tried to Get a receiver That is similar To like a Like a Like a I don't know exactly How to describe Like a Wes Welker No like Juju is good, but he's not able to. He's be, not a Wes Welker. He's, he's not able to. He's be not Wes Welker. Great he's been by himself. One, though, in a while. Yeah, he's so, not. He can't be great by so himself. So who do they want? They need like. They need another one of those guys. So, so they need a. You're like, not that guy, pal. You yeah, need an elite, top level. You know, can open up the top of the defense receiver. You know, a Tyree Kill type. <laughs> they need somebody that can also be good, but not on his own. That's why they need to be able to coexist. Dude, what do you want to see? It's like forty-five. He's also the Dolphins' receivers coach. Yeah. Let's say, let, where would you rather? Where, where do you guys want to see Devo play? Like if any team, like, <laughs> I would like to see Devo play with the, either for the Patriots or not the AFC. I would you like know, to see as Debo. a Jets fan, I would love to see him in Jackson. No, I'm going with the Jets. I would love to see him with the Packers. To be honest, as a football fan, I want to see how Aaron Rodgers does with him. As a Patriots fan, either the Patriots or the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah, Jets. yeah. And the Jets will ruin him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like him don't know unless it happens. Cool. Yeah, well, we do know because they've ruined everybody that's gone there. Well, well, well. I'm trying to think. I mean, they didn't ruin Wes Welker. 
Did he even go to the Jets? No, he was on the Jets. I think it'd be cool to see him. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, he's. He was like working out with DeAndre Hopkins. I wouldn't say the Jets ruin players because once they leave the Jets, they become ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's quite literally. They're they're holding him back. All right, that's right. Darrell Revis wins the Super Bowl with the Patriots. Okay, that I wouldn't say they. Uh, Sean Ellis makes a Super Bowl with the Patriots. That 49ers team is going to be so bad next year. Andre Carter. Who? Was he on the Jets? I don't know. Anyway, he did good with the Ooh. Patriots. Rob Ninkovich. Was just not on the Jets. No, I was just... He was on the Saints. No, I just said Rob. So I felt like you. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Shout out Rob Ninkovich. He has a cool Shout podcast. He like does. Him him with the dude that sells cars. Shout out Rob Dan O'Brien. Dan O'Brien is a car salesman. I've seven, that seven cars <laughs> That's fun, though. I like Nink's I like Nink's point of view because he's been in the room and he also just says whatever's on his mind. Like a lot of guys, I feel like, especially if you were on the Patriots and you were like teammates with a lot of the guys, and then you go and say like, you know, he said something about how like Tom Brady only posts about like his brand. Like everything Tom Brady posts is like, um, everything he posts is just regarding like the Brady brand. Something so, happened. A little bit of breaking, breaking news. news for the NBA. Um, uh, according to Tim Bontemps. Oh, Twitter. yes, I love Tim Bontemps. Yeah, uh, Joel Embiid <laughs> says he believves he will be able to play through the playoffs, which is not set okay, stone, so he, he will be playing until the end of round two. If the MRI confirms he needs to have a surgical procedure on his thumb, he will do so after the playoffs are over, which means he will be playing compromised throughout the entirety of the playoffs, if he can play through it. Did you guys update your Twitter? Huh? Did I? It's got a new update. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't Whoa, know. Whoa, what's Twitter. the update? Oh, with the... Oh, I have six things on my bottom. I don't go on Twitter. Wait, what? Ew. Ew. Ew, it's, Ew there's no. no like, there's like, oh, yeah. Is this what it looks like for you? Just white? No, it's well, it's like there's like the spacing's different. Like, see? It's like, Bruins up three to one with four and a half left know. to play. Uh, <laughs> something. Shout out to Bruins. Now, let's see who scored, actually. Uh, for the Bruins, we've got... Yeah, official. Guess. Rob Williams is listed as questionable. Yay. For Pasta with a goal and an assist. Coyle with an assist. Trent Frederick with a goal. Taylor Hall nice with Trent. a goal. Let's go. Who scored for the Rangers? Oh, who scored for the Rangers? I don't it's care. Mika Zibanejad. Love Mika. The Bruins Joe, have a... Good friends with Joe Santagato. Bruins have a couple of important games coming up. I know they play Toronto tomorrow. Toronto and they week. play Florida on Tuesday. So, those are some. At this point, they've already locked up, I think, fourth in Atlantic. I think they. Yeah, actually, I, they're pretty close, actually, I, I think, with I th- uh, with the wild card. I think they have the. They, well, they the have, right now, they they're in the wild card up. spot, right? They now. have a spot locked up. They're way ahead of, like, yeah. whoever's behind them for the second wild card spot. Um, right, let's take a peek, actually. Yeah. Standings. Uh, I mean, they're right there with the Lightning. The only three points apart right now. So, I guess they could. They can sneak in, I guess, for third in the division. If, I don't know, if the Lightning have how many games left. Let's see. They've played 77 games. I guess, yeah, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Well, the NFL draft will probably be about one of the most exciting things that we've been able to cover for the Beanie Show. Yeah. Um, I know Ethan's going to be busy with, you know, your account, but, <laughs> you know, the rest of us will be able to kind of give our opinions. Um on it and just I think it's exciting to see what happens because obviously it impacts our own teams but regardless it's going to impact the teams we play especially in the AFC East right. you know if the Bills end up with Brees Hall no thanks like you know what I mean if they get a top running it's back it's one thing that they don't need is a is a running back that's I don't know that's what I've heard oh well they're going to get a running back that's though. what they heard that, that's what I've heard they want but I mean 
I can see them going corner too later on, depending yep. on who's left. Um, Another Mac Jones favorite target. <laughs> With the twenty-first overall pick, the Patriots select Desmond Ritter. Yeah, be right. Nice. Um, I didn't cover. I didn't plan a lot with the NFL draft. I just want to cover the Debo situation because after the season he had, him being up for the uh, on the move after this after this off season's already been nuts. Like having Debo, you know, somewhere else, crazy. Yeah, I know this off season is going kind of nuts. Gotta say though, honestly, that Dolphins team, that offense is starting to look pretty decent. All Tua yeah. needs to be able to do is drop the ball off 10 yards and just let the receivers go to work. Especially with Mike McDaniels running it. Like, yeah, that's going to be interesting. The plays are going to... We're going to get cooked. We got cooked last year. And the, yeah. t- the defense was better, so... Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. All right. What can you do? Well, Patriots and the Jets will be in the top four, like Ethan said, in mm-hmm. terms of... You know, AFC, AFC East. East. So... There's only... We can only go up. Yeah, so it starts in five days, 28th. Round one, for those who are interested, round one is on Thursday. Round two and three are on Friday. And then four through seven plus undrafted free agent signings are all day Saturday. So that's how I'm spending my weekend the next in the next week. Um, no, I sort of enjoy week like day three more than I do day one because, you know, you have more picks. You're going to see, you know. Some of those guys aren't going to contribute and are going to get cut at the end of the year, at least for every team. But, you know, you get more, you get to see more of your team, you know, making more players. Like, you might get a better player in round one. Yeah. But you're also getting, I don't know, you can get like four or five solid guys that can help your, help your team. Plus, you get, you get the, the updates of undrafted players that are coming in, signing as free agents. Um, they also have the, the random, like, the way they announce, um, the way they announce, like the rounds five, six, and seven are insane. Like rounds one, you know, you'll have Roger Goodell go up to the podium and say, you know, with the twenty-first pick, blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Once you get it, once it gets to like pick one seventy, then you like, okay, let's take it over to the San Diego Zoo where we'll have this chimpanzee announce the pick. And they'll have a chimpanzee just going like this in his cage, oh, and then they'll guy. hold up a card and they'll be like Slade Bolden, and people will be like. Like, it's so bizarre, and then they'll be like, okay, now let's go to the International Space Station where this dude in, like, a Chiefs jersey is announcing it. Like, it's so random. We're from the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Right, it's so random and bizarre, and sometimes they'll have random people do it, and it's so funny to watch. someone's going to be in a boat? I'm sure they might have someone in a boat. Um, This is Tom Cheeseburger. Right, Tom, (laughs) right, announcing the Patriots' sixth-round pick is Tom Cheeseburger in a boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Live from Cape Bay. Yeah, live, it's going to be Thomas... Stephen King announcing the pick for the Patriots. The twenty-first overall pick. The super fan. What do you think? Who do you think your dad wants? I don't think he knows anybody. <laughs> what position? My dad texted me saying, "He's like they're probably going to say I think they need to go defense. You know, they got to lose a couple guys. They lost JC. You know, I think they go corner." Was your dad working a saloon in the eighteen hundreds? Shout out, Mister King. Yeah. Shout out, Mister King. Biggest fan right there. I'm kidding. He probably wants somebody on defensive end, probably a linebacker, corner, uh, or somebody in the secondary. All right. Um, a couple of hypothetical situations. Patch, take a wide receiver. Yep. How are we feeling? Eh. Eh. It depends who's on the board. Yeah. Drake London. No. No. <laughs> Chris Olave. Maybe. It depends who's on the board. Garrett, yeah. I'm just naming Again, I, I, linebacker and corner needs to be your first two picks in the draft. Who would you prefer, Dean or um, Devoid? Dean. Nicobe Dean is smaller, um, faster. 
is much more of a leader in my eyes. Devin Lloyd is fits the Patriots mold of linebackers. You I'd know. be happy with either of them. Devin Lloyd is more of a. I don't even know if they heard you because you are so far away from your microphone. Whatever. Either um, Mike I can hear me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Devin Lloyd fits like the Dante Hightower, Juwan Benley type mold of, you know, bigger guy can stop the run. You might be slower in pass coverage, but mm-hmm. I really like Nicobe Dean. Um, you know, won the Butkus Award for the best linebacker in college football last year. So, you know, I'm personally want Nicobe Dean over Devin Lloyd, but I'm not. If, if, is, if, is he on the top of your big board? I have Nicobe Dean as number one, Devin Lloyd as number two. And then on your on your linebacker big board or your whole big board? My linebacker big board. Cornerback, let's see here. My linebacker big board. If Stingley yeah. falls, good with that or no? If we take him at 21, yes. I'm fine with Stingley. I Booth? think I like Booth. I've been high on Booth as of late. Um, I, I really like him. His his profile picture on Instagram is uh, Austin Powers, too, so that's a plus. Groovy, Kobe Bryant. Um, Kobe Bryant, I don't think he's a first-round pick. I think, I think, think he's like a third. second, late second, early third. Uh-huh. So I think if you address linebacker and maybe guard in the first two picks, I think Kobe Bryant could be a good... I think he won, cor- he won the Jim Thorpe Award for best corner in, or the best DB in college football last season. What about like that? Which is crazy Hill? because <sighs> Daxon Hill would be very good here, but I don't want a safety because yeah. I think there are other needs other than safety. Could he play like I think he corner? can play. Like he can play like Mills? like a Jalen Mills, Jabril, Jabril Peppers type. Forget, you know, yeah, play Jabril. in the box, yeah. play We're outside. Gonna, yeah. But how do you ha- think Jabril will? They have so defense. like hitting on that. They have so many versatile guys that I think you have enough safeties yeah. that can roam in, ro- roam, in, roam in and out of the box. So I think you need more corners that can play one-on-one one-on-one coverage on the outside or linebackers that can stop the run or still get into pass coverage. You have Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips, Jabril Peppers. You know, I think yeah. all those guys are going to get valuable playing time. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, if you add another safety, it's just going to, you know, you still have Justin Bethel who can play corner, but, you know, you know, Jawan Williams can shuffle in and out. I, I just Justin think, Bethel should not be playing corner. Yeah, he shouldn't. <laughs> but I think I think cornerback is much more of a need than safety, and yeah. I'd rather address linebacker, corner, and offensive guard, and maybe offensive tackle before I address safety. Yeah, those are the top four in my eyes too. I don't think we need a wide receiver. I yeah. think a lot of pe- people that don't really follow the Pats very well will go, "We need a receiver. We need a receiver." But like, I'm completely sold on uh, Devontae Parker. I think he's a really great addition. And we get a guy like John Mechie in like the third round. That I'm fine with that. You know, get Mac a, for, a former teammate and uh, don't reach on anyone because I can't. I can't live with another missed first round wide receiver. Pick. Right. I just. I, I can't. I got. I, we can sneak by with Nikhil. I can't let it happen again. I. I just wide receiver is a weird position because everyone, you know, goes insane for wide receivers. Um, I don't know if that's just because of the rise flashy, of fantasy football yeah. and it's flashy and mm-hmm. you know. You have four guys right now that can put up 800 receiving yards, and that's Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, and uh, Devontae Parker. I really don't think you need to spend a high, an early draft pick on, say, Chris Olave, who's more of a slot guy, which Jacoby Myers has that role. Um, So, you know, if they go receiver, if they go receiver because, let's say, Dean, Lloyd, Booth... um, all the guys we just named. Like Kenyon Green, who's yeah. a guard. Zion Johnson, who's a guard. Trevor Penning, who's a tackle. Bernard Raymond, who's a tackle. If all those guys are gone, fine. If you have, like, you know, Jameson Williams or Chris Olave that slips, I'm fine with taking him. But I just think you can't, or trade down. 
Like yeah. I think I trading think down trading might be not a bad idea. I think trading back might be more of a realistic option for this team than taking receiver in round one. Because, you know, you have like six or seven picks right now. If you trade back from twenty one because all your main guys are there, you could probably get, you know, a second or a third, maybe two seconds. Yeah. Maybe two thirds and a fourth, like something like that, where um you get more picks where you can use either use those to trade up for people or, you know, fill all those needs in round two. So instead of taking a linebacker in round one yeah. and that's it, then you know, now you take a linebacker, a corner, and a receiver in round two. So it's it's yeah. it's I think it's it's you know, there's multiple ways this team can go in the first round and I think it's all gonna depend on how the first twenty teams view the draft board and how they spend their picks. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to see Derek Sidley fall, though. He's fantastic. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He's my um, second corner in the... Um, you will, on, you on will definitely hear our reactions yeah. very, very quickly, especially leading up to the Pats pick, you know. Yep. I think we'll have a really good idea of what's happening. I mean, if, like, there's a lot of teams that need the same positions filled mm-hmm. that we do, so we'll kind of have a good sense of what direction they're going in. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be either tweeting on the account or reposting everything Ethan thinks so no. you know it'll be good for uh, it'll be good for the brand and a lot of good opportunity just to kind of share our thoughts because everyone's got different opinions on draft picks and I think especially with the, the room of guys we have right here with the you know the New York side and the three of us with the Pats you know we'll, right. we'll definitely all have our own opinions on it and from what we've talked about I think we all kind of share a similar idea of what we want our teams to do and uh, that'll be good m- moving forward so Final thoughts on NFL, NFL draft before we wrap up uh, today's episode. Or, the, or even over the Celtics, if you want to add anything else. Well, I was okay. just going to say, uh, have any of you guys played any of the uh, games today? We Ooh, do that. I have not. We could just do that for a wrap-up. I got po- I got. You want to uh, do like the I NFL got, and the NBA one? Because I was going to say, I have Pirtle up right now. So You got Pirtle up? I do. I got Pirtle. Be like the broadcast boys. Gonna go Willie Hernan Gomez. We're gonna start with Willie Hernan Gomez. Okay, we got you the got West. It. Yeah. You didn't get it. You no. didn't oh. get it. We got the Western Conference. That's it. Yeah, you guys can come up over here. Western Conference? Yeah. Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry? Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, look at that. Right, that was right a good division. One. He's small. Guard. He's smaller De- than... Devin Booker. Jalen Brunson. Oh, okay, okay. So it's not on the Suns. Obviously, he's younger and his jersey number's up. He's yeah, not on the Suns, though. What uh, team's no, it's not, no, that's not the right division. This is a Pacific division, so it's going to be it's either Golden State, which it's not. Golden State. Phoenix, but it's not. Kings, uh, King, Kings, Kings, no, Clippers, Blazers are in the Northwest. Kings, Clippers, and... Lakers. Lakers. Who's six feet tall? Kings... Lakers, Taylor Horn Tucker. He's is he six feet though? Let's try. No, he's no, he's four. not. But he's also not on the Lakers. Okay, but we're close in age, so think of a young guy. It's not a Lakers. Again, so we it's have a few more Kings guesses. or Clippers. King. Again, guess either a Clippers or a Kings guy right now. So okay, it's, so on the it's Kings. a King. It's a guard on the Kings. I feel like it's a Kings player every oh, single it's time. Davion Mitchell. Who is it? That's a good one, Davion Mitchell. The dude that was on uh, Baylor. Yeah. Good job, Davion, Davion Mitchell. Mitchell. Six NBA guesses. Good job. All right, let's do Weddle. Both oh. easy and hard. Weddle. Let's do Weddle. Okay, so we'll start with easy. Uh, who we AJ think? Brown. AJ. Always start with AJ Brown. Okay. 
Okay, 24 year old. So he's 24 and he's smaller than 6'1. He has a jersey number higher than 11. So he's also going to be probably he's a running be back in the, in the NFC. NFC. He's a running back in the NFC. So let's go. Let's start with Chris Aaron Carson. J- okay. <laughs> NFC West. Uh, it's not, not NFC West, West but, but it's a running, running back. 5'11. Uh, okay, jersey number below 32. Madison. Alexander. Alexander Madison. Madison. Okay. Okay. NFC. He's not in the north. Okay. Okay. Either east or south. Just do Saquon or something. Yeah, I was gonna do the other guy though. Penny. His his backup. Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. No, it's not that. Um, Devontae Booker. It was that was his name, but I don't. For some reason, he's not on here. Maybe he's a free agent. That's why he's not on the team. Uh, I guess we'll do Barkley. Okay, so it is the NFC East. Okay. He's uh, number 26. Number 26. Who Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. He's 6'2". Oh. Okay. Rats. He wears number 24. Who's 26? So he's a 24-year-old running back for the 26. NFC West. That's not on the, the so it's Commanders not, oh, or Giants. Oh, what about the guy in the Raiders? No, what? It's, he's on the NFC East. Oh. So it's not the Giants. Oh. Who's in there? The Eagles. Kimmich, Kizik, the backup running back. He's north 41. Eagles. And it's also Eagles. Miles Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Too hard. Miles Sanders. Play now. Okay. All right. Hard. This Play is now. defensive players. Let's start with AJ Terrell. Sure. Oh! <laughs> Wait. What? What happened? Did you guys get it first try? Yeah. <laughs> Holy. Oh my, oh my God. God. That's a, that we're ending on that. That's, that's, a, that's it. That's it. Oh my goodness! Thank you for tuning in to VNH Sports Radio. Good Lord! We all we, go, we haven't ended on that I know in a long oh time. We just got AJ Terrell god. first guess. on hard too. Oh my god! <laughs> it would have been hours for us to get him right. It's been a long time. Go! Shout out AJ Terrell. All right, yeah. That's, Shout out Boston Celtics. Thank you very much Celtics. for go listening. Bruins. Uh, Bruins got the win. So Bruins got the win. Hopefully Bruins. Hopefully. Oh, 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 that's the classic right there. Yup. Whoa. All right, everyone. Thank you so Thank much for you listening. Thank you for listening. We'll Thank see you, you next week. Go Celtics. Follow the gram. Follow the Twitter. B-N-E radio underscore. Yes. Rock and roll all night. Have a great evening, everyone.